Podcast about a single woman's journey to finding and keeping her happy in a world that idolizes marriage and caters to twos. Hosted by the smart, sassy, and unapologetically candid Stacy J. Johnson. Justina, how are you today? I am good, Stacy. How are you? Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious, honey. I am good. Oh my God, what have you been up to? Because I've been up to a lot. I've just been up to living, living right. my authentic self. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Iyanla. <laughs> I love it because your authentic self will get you to the love that you desire and yes. deserve. Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh my gosh, I've been up to so much. I've been traveling a lot, speaking. I had this amazing time speaking at this conference called MogulCon. Okay. Yes, I um, delivered my message. Tony Gaskins was one nice. of the people. Yeah, yeah, I was like his opener. Okay. You know how you go to the concert <laughs> and he's the closer. Because yeah. you know, he Tony Gaskins, but girl, oh. I was the opener. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that was so excited. I'm so excited also, honestly, about today's show. We have Kevin Carr. Okay. Kevin Carr was one of the TEDx speakers and girl, he is, first of all, he's single. Hi, Kevin. Yes, I might have to introduce you. <laughs> yes. Mm, Kevin, I didn't think about that until now. Hey. Ooh. I like it. Meow. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin is talking about is dating dead? His whole TEDx talk was about millennials and how they date and is oh. dating dead. So that's going to be really interesting. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Up next, Kevin Carr is dating dead. Mm, we'll see. What's up, everybody? Okay, it is Stacey J sounding off, and I'm so excited today, y'all. We have Kevin Carr on the phone. He's an accomplished author, speaker, and TV host personality, and he cute y'all too. So, mm, okay, with over a decade of experience, his perspective on dating offers a practical roadmap to help navigate being single while learning to create the relationship you desire. Yes. Whether addressing millennials, college students, or a group of professionals seeking a meaningful relationship amidst their busy careers, Kevin delivers a message that provides direction and promotes honest dialogue. Girl, honey, y'all, he has been everywhere. ABC, CBS, Fox, TEDx Talk, and he's been a contributor for Essence Black Enterprise and the Huffington Post. I will give you his Instagram and all his social media at the end. Hey, Kev, how are you? Hey. I'm good. You need to be my PR agent. <laughs> ah, that's right, honey, and I'm excited about it all. I would do a very good job, let me say that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to jump right into it. First of all, congratulations on your TEDx, um, Dating is Dead. That was the title of it, right? Yes. Okay. First of all, being a brother doing TEDx, let me just do a strong J stand-up wave and yes. I was so impressed. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It is not a lot of brothers. They really don't reach out to a lot of us doing that. Yeah. So that's a huge accomplishment in your career. Yeah, it was a it was a blessing. It was it was a hell of a process, but it was uh it was definitely it was a great thing. Awesome. Congratulations also on your book, What I Learned About Dating, a collection of real thoughts and authentic emotions. Now I want to get back mm -hmm. right into this book. You talk about the evolution of dating from where it started and where it is now for millennials. Tell me a little yeah. bit about that. You know, dating is different. Life is different than it was, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. So dating is no different, right? There we have we have the internet, we have apps, we have the we have social media, we have dating websites, we have all these different things that now we're at this place where we communicate differently, we meet people differently, 
And so the reality is life has evolved, and in many ways, the way we date hasn't evolved. And so that causes us a lot of frustration, right, because we're still trying to meet people. We don't go to school dances and meet people anymore. And so Mm. life is just different. And so it's just important to grow, evolve with life without losing kind of our foundation. It's interesting you say all of those things that dating is right now because we have so many more opportunities. I mean, I could be dating somebody where in Europe or something or Africa or whatever just through, you know, this wonderful Internet. But then you bring up a great point that you said everybody is excited to be alone. (laughs) That was so funny to me. I was like, yeah, that's right. That makes me think about everybody who, yeah, everybody's excited about, you know, yeah, I'm doing this by myself and all of that. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, I think, and you know, that was in the TED Talk because as I really kind of researched and began to prepare for the talk, I really wanted to make sure it was relevant and make sure it was a conversation that people were having now and that would be having also mm-hmm. maybe two to three years from now. And so just in scrolling social media and then maybe even talking to people I know, you know, a lot of people are at this place where, hey, listen, I, I'm good being alone. I don't no new friends. I'm a savage, right? All these pop cultural trends and, and sayings that, yeah, they're cute, but in reality, they don't really do us any good. And a lot of mm-hmm. times when we find ourselves in that position where, you know, I don't need anybody, I'm okay being alone, really a lot of times that's born out of, you know, discouragement is born out of disappointment because we've been in, involved in relationships with people that didn't turn out to be who they thought they were or maybe the relationship didn't go the distance like we thought it would. And so now there's a fear sometimes of kind of being vulnerable again, and we kind of put ourselves in a shell. And But the problem is when we do that, we're not wired to do that. Like we are wired for companionship. And so when we do that, we really do ourselves a disservice. I believe that we're definitely not excited. I can tell you I traveled the country. I mean, as far as being alone, I traveled the country speaking yeah. to women, and I have never met a woman that says, yeah, I just want to be alone. I may meet women yeah. that say I don't want to get married, but everyone wants to share love with somebody and have love in their life and, and have someone special. I think that we're scared to death because what we do know is we don't know how to create healthy relationships. And we know it because mm-hmm. of who we were, our parents, some of us, or what we see and mm-hmm. just the people we've become. And, and a lot of times I think millennials get it bad, but as a Gen Xer, I can tell you that we don't know how to create healthy romantic relationships either. I think that's why I've I've been so infatuated with, oh, I'm Mm going to do it differently most of my life because we do want to create the healthy relationship, but romantic Mm -hmm. relationship, but how do we, which is the premise of this whole podcast, trying to give people as much information as I can so so that they can make informed decisions about love. You also bring up situationship. Yeah. What is a situationship? Situationship is a relationship that's not a relationship, but it feels like a relationship because you do relationship mm-hmm. things, but mm-hmm. you're, you're, you, you, it feels like you're committed and you're kind of attached, but you're also unattached because one or both of you are saying you don't want to be in a relationship, you don't want to be attached, and it's basically a gray area. And in many ways, listen, I get it, you know, cause, because, you know, we, we find ourselves, um, we can find ourselves at different times. You know, no matter where you are on the spectrum, whether you're a millennial or Gen X or whatever, you could have mm-hmm. been married or could have been in a relationship, and now you're fresh out, so you need some time alone. But, you know, creating attachments unnecessarily in many ways is harmful, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Harmful in what way do you think specifically? Well, just we just so now what we do is we just create what we don't understand is that every attachment that we create that ultimately maybe ends up not being just put it a serious way. Say you want to get married. Every attachment mm-hmm. that you have created, you take it into that marriage. Every experience that you've had, every sexual partner that you've had, that's just another suitcase that you are now taking to this relationship. Like you said, we're trying to create relationships that we want to go to distance. We want to create healthy, committed relationships, whether that turns into a marriage or it turns into a family. We want to create something that is healthy, that is uh, beneficial for both parties involved and goes a distance, right? And every time we create and every time we involve ourselves with, with people who ultimately, if we look logically at the situation we should not be involved with, we just bring more baggage to our uh, relationships that we say we want to create, and we wonder why it's hard for us to really create what we're looking for. But we yeah, develop a pattern we, of behavior, you know? I think that we develop, um, I, I know for women, I see a lot you know, he doesn't want to get married. We've been dating for two years. He doesn't want to get married yet, but yeah. he said maybe in a year he will, so I'm dating his potential, the potential of him changing. It, it's his mind, you know, what he can be in the future, you know, mm-hmm. when I think that that's how sometimes you end up in these situationships because you have one person who may want something deeper and the other person doesn't, but it's not even an even situationship, which usually I would see possibly – tend to happen more than not. Yeah. I mean, at, at some point, and nine times out of ten, somebody is getting the short end of the stick. And I get it, mm-hmm. right? It's not easy. Like, who wants, you know, nobody wants to hug the pillow for all their life. So it's not, it's, you know, you want to, we, we crave companionship. So, yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. I understand. I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but the reality is what we have to be willing to do is say, okay, what do I, where do I want to be? Like, what's my ideal? We talk about creating these relationships, right? Where do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be in a healthy, committed relationship? Even forget about marriage. And don't, don't get me wrong. I'm a proponent for marriage. But just what do I want? I want to be in a healthy, committed relationship. Okay, great. Now, does this person in front of me that I'm thinking about attaching myself to, do they, or do they want the same thing? Do they share that same value right now? Not what they might want in two years not what they might want mm-hmm. in six months, do they share that value right now? And if they don't, then you have to make a decision to make. What is it when, and I, and I recently had a young lady ask me, what is it when you are in a, I guess, situationship and you were fine with it initially, you know, just hanging out, getting to know each other, then a year later mm-hmm. you're, you, you know each other, and now you want something else, but the other person does not. What is the best way of getting out of that relationship? Because I just told her, I said, girl, well, then you have to have the conversation and leave. She said, it can't be that easy. I said, well, actually, it is. But what is your, what is yeah. your thought on that? You told her the exact same thing. Like, you got to go. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. like it's, it, there's nothing else to talk about. You have to go. Like, think about it. That's like when people will be like, oh, well, I can change. What you mean? I, I already, I've, I've seen who you were for the last eight months. You've already, I've seen the movie. At this mm. point, it's on me because I've mm-hmm. already seen this movie. You, you've been showing it to me for eight, six to 12 months. No, you got wow. to go. I'm not, it, again, it's, it's a challenge breaking attachments. It's not an easy thing. But at the end of the day, you have to decide what do you really want because every day and moment you spend with that person and in that situation that is not conducive to what you really want to produce, you make it mm-hmm. harder for you and what you really want 
is now it's further away than ever before. Exactly. Okay, so I was Instagram stalking you, Kevin, today. Okay. Mm-hmm, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was. I was all over your IG, honey. And I saw that you said you brought up some really good points, fact versus feeling. Explain yeah. that because that to me, I was like, yo, okay. I'm 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 already I'm a fan, but I'm a fan even more. Explain fact versus yeah. feelings, which you went over on your IG today. Yeah. So what that basically is is that you know feelings are fickle; they come and go. Like you can feel chemistry, you can like somebody. Just because you like somebody doesn't mean you're supposed to be with them, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. really about okay, yeah, I feel this way, and this person even feels this way about me. Okay, great. Now, what are the facts? Do our do our values align? Are they consistent? Does this relationship have reciprocity in it? Am I chasing this person, right? Are they, drag, are they giving me the runaround? Are they consistently who they say they are? Like, these are the facts. So, yeah, yeah, I feel this way. Great. But the reality is you can't do If you build your relationship just off how you feel, it's not going to last. And mm. so while feelings are great, the facts are the thing that are really a foundation and the glue that's going to hold that relationship together if you're going to be able to build it. And I think that a lot of us, if we would pay attention to the facts and take them for what they are, you know, if, when a person shows you, shows you who they are, believe it. Take it for what they are. Yes, I feel this way. Okay, now I acknowledge that. But now who has this person shown me to be and should we be together? And if you do that, we can avoid a lot of heartbreak. Exactly. I totally agree with you. Okay, so let me ask you this question. You know, I do this thing called the power of dating multiple men. Learn how to date three men to get to the one with no intimacy. All right. Women always go, stay, you know, until they come to my event, of course. Stay, I Mm -hmm. I don't understand how I'm going to hold on to them without doing anything. And I said, first of all, I give them my spiel, um, and yeah. my thing is no intimacy. I, I, and it's just, to me, intimacy comes when a man deserves me and I mm-hmm. deserve the man. There's yeah. mutuality. I have to do some things for him to say, wow, this is somebody, because, you know, I, mm-hmm. we all grown people. Hopefully we're laying down with respectful people who respect their bodies. So, you know, yeah. you're like, wow, okay, I like her enough because we have the same values, morals, or whatever, his, whatever he needs. He says, okay, she's deserving of me. And then there should be a part, a time and place when I go, wow, he's this, he's that, he's that. He's deserving of me. My thing is mm-hmm. that's when that should happen, not before. But I want from a man's point of view, what is your opinion of how long a woman should wait before having sex? And am I a crazy lady for thinking that men will wait if they really want to have something long-term with you? No, I mean, I think, you know, we all have to decide what we're going to do with our bodies, right? So you have to Mm -hmm. make a decision as to how you're going to navigate that aspect of, um, you know, of dating. What I will say is that if you're looking to produce something long distance, you know, like you said, you want to make sure, sure what, you, what you guys have and what you share, the attraction isn't just superficial, right? So you want some substance to be there in terms of, um, you know, when, when, when it comes to bringing the physical thing. Because once, cause the, the thing is this, you can go on a date, it don't work out, and fine, right? You, you can go on the next date. But once you bring mm-hmm. the physical into it, you never you you never can get that back again. Like you that like, you know what I'm saying? That's that that experience is with you forever. You never get that back. And so you take that with you. And so that's just something to think about as you engage. You know, but you're absolutely right. You should be dating multiple people. and why do you agree with that? 
Well, two reasons. One, he's dating multiple people. Like, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> he's dating. Listen, you could, you could date just him if you want to. Just know you ain't the only one. So that's one. <laughs> Secondly, look, and it's just, it's just reality. If you had it, okay, just say, I don't know, you, you own the company. It could be even a small business and you hire it. And you need, you need a position filled. And you bring somebody in for an interview. It was an amazing interview. But guess what you're going to do? Tomorrow, you're going to interview somebody else. You're going to bring them in I for sure an interview. I sure am. Then the next day, you're going to interview somebody else. And then what you might do, you're going to bring that same round people back. You're going to interview them again. You might be a group, might be a group interview this time. What I'm saying is that why would your heart, your body, and your life be any different? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, you're trying to be a single basically allowed, like, a lot of people, they feel like, oh, I'm single, so I'm at a position of weakness. But in reality, being single, it affords you the opportunity to pick the absolute, who you feel is the absolute best fit for your life. That's the opportunity that you have. Take your time mm-hmm. with it. Go through the process. You know, that's not saying you, you're going to be this, you know, you're going to have the same conversations with everybody. You know, just naturally, more people or one person will stand out, but the reality is your options should be open until they're no longer open. You see what I'm saying? Like, exactly. A lot of people, uh, and, and you're right, like sometimes, you know, he's he dating other people. A lot of women feel like, well, I can only date one person at a time. So my rebuttal to that is, okay, you date this guy. And then you, y'all two going to date for, let's say, three to four months. Then you realize, oh, he's not really who I want to be. Then you date another guy. He turn, you date him for five months. Then you turn, for whatever reason, doesn't work out. Then you meet another guy. You date him for six months. That didn't work mm. out. That's almost two years with three people that you could have knocked that out in, 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 in 90 days. You see what I mean? Mm. So you, you better that's speak. almost yeah. two years of your life that you really could have found what you're looking for. And so that first, you know, that, that process, it's a process. You know, it's about quantity first because you're trying to get to the quality. But it's harder mm-hmm. for you to find a quality if you're only going from person to person to person, right? And it's just like I always try to tell singles, it's important to look at dating. It's a season of life. So you're meeting, you're engaging with people, you're having conversations because you're trying to find people that fit you. Wow, exactly. And I always tell single women um, when I'm talking to them, they always go, well, safety, you know, I might forget one's name and call him. I said, girl, let me tell you this. You have multiple girlfriends, right? Like, stop playing this yeah. trick on yourself. You have uh-huh. multiple girlfriends. Do you do you get Stacy confused with Jenny or uh, Tanika or Tangi? No, you don't. So stop trying to – don't stop lying to yourself and tell yourself that you really, because of whatever other reasons, you putting on it. You just don't want to do it. Because I'm telling you, positioning, and ladies, you heard it from a man, positioning yourself by dating multiple men is the right thing to do. And the first thing he said, because he's doing it. No matter what he's telling you, he's doing it. And I can tell you there's some really good guys out there that they might not even mention, hi, I'm dating multiple people, but they know there is a fact of getting to know you that they have to go through. Men, Mm -hmm tend to always know that. And it, it, it's, it's an undisclosed thing. Chick, look, I just met you. Why am I about to – and guys, that's why when women say, well, we've been dating, you know, for about two months, you know, Kevin, I have to do this. Yeah. And then, you know, what's – you know, can we go to the next – why are you going to that dude asking him, can you go to the next anything? Love yourself enough to know that when a man loves competition and when he's ready to mm-hmm. make that known that he wants to be just with you, 
You ain't got to be coming up to him, telling him nothing about what, you know, you feeling like you guys are. No, he wants you. He will say when he wants you. So, all right. Whew, started to yeah. Now, you're right. And that will also, you know, that also help you weed people out because, see, the thing is, you, you'll come across different types of men, right? You'll come across any man that's worth his salt, that's confident in himself. He's actually going to, like you say, it's going to attract him more because knowing that you're all about him already, it's been two weeks, and now you you all about me? Something wrong here. You, you're Something too much too soon. soon. You, yeah, you're mm-hmm. too much too soon. But knowing that it gives him something, again, we, we like to take, so it gives, him, it gives him something to go after. And you, you'll also meet a different type of man. So you'll meet a man that, whether he finds out you're dating other people or not, he'll say, well, I don't want you to date other people, but he won't be willing to commit to you. So you already know right there, okay, this is somebody I want to be with. He's a, he's a manipulator. And so exactly. sometimes that even, that even helps you to weed people out. Exactly, exactly. What are some key things that you feel have to be done in a relationship from the beginning if you want a relationship to really flourish? Like what are some just three or four key things that you think women listening can do if they really want to this relationship, and they do it from the beginning, not we've been mm-hmm. dating for six months and now I want to start really looking at the relationship. What are three to, what are three to four key things you think women should do? Yeah, well, I think the first one or two things – start before you even leave the house. And what I mean is that there's some self-work that should be done before you even bring somebody else into your life, right? You, mm-hmm. you have to know, what are my values? What, what do I even want at its core, right? How do I want, need, and respond to love, right? You know, I recommend, pe- I recommend that people read the five love languages. Like, what, read that. Like, know yourself because the problem is we are going out and meeting people and we aren't even self-aware. So we meeting people and we don't even know what we're looking for. We're just meeting people, oh, this, you look good and this feels good, let's hang out. And we wonder why we got marriages that don't work, we got relationships that don't work. And so the reality is the first part is becoming self-aware and knowing what's important to you, what makes you happy, right? Are you happy mm-hmm. before you bring him into your life? Are you already happy? Because he's, but he, can, he can contribute to the happiness, but he can't be the source of it, right? Are you already fulfilled? Mm-hmm and whole, because he can't come and do that. And so that, that has to take place before you bring somebody else into your life. But what that does is it helps you to identify the best potential partner because you know yourself. You know what your values are. You know that because you want to find somebody that aligns with your core values. You want to find somebody that there's reciprocity where you don't have to chase that person or they don't have to chase you, right? There's a mutual interest and a mutual effort to build something. And you want somebody that really is interested and more so the work that a relationship requires over the idea mm-hmm. of a relationship. Like, we got a lot of people, they're mm. they in love with the idea of a relationship. Relation, all you, you got to do is go on Instagram, relationship goals, relationship goals. Because all we see is the highlight reel. But we got people mm. that aren't willing to, listen, there's going to come a time we have to roll up our sleeves and we're going to have to build something together. Somebody might get sick. Somebody might lose a job. You, you see what's going on in Houston? Somebody's home might mm-hmm. get flooded. Real life is going to kick in. And if we are with people that are only around because relationships feel good and they look good, then that won't last. So you want to find people. First, you want, you want to make sure you're that person. If you're not, you want to become that person. And then you want to find someone that shares that by you because everything else can be built along the way if you've got a person that's willing to do that. Mm, 
That's good. I feel like Oprah, that was a tweetable moment idea of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm no, I'm serious. You just really broke some knowledge down. Wow. You know what it's interesting, I always meet women who say they want a man who is this or they want him to them to be adventurous. And I always ask, Are mm-hmm. you adventurous? Yeah. You know, do mm-hmm. what what are you bringing to the table outside? You know, you're tired of him just taking you to dinner and to the movies. Yeah. Well, how, do you know yourself well enough to know what you like to do outside of dinner and a movie? Because if you don't know, ladies, what you like to do outside of that, like I have a client, I sent her, she said, she, um, I sent her to Groupon. I said, girl, just look at some stuff. Like, you, just look at, yeah. get to know yourself. You talk about, you really, that was key. Get to know yourself before you out here just trying to fall in love with somebody and you don't even know yourself. And she discovered she loved clay, what's that, clay molding that you do when you go and, and, okay. and you, um, yeah. So she's ceramic or whatever it is, I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. she said she opened her mind and went to this, and guess what? She's dating somebody now, and she invited him to go. Do you know what difference that's going to make to that man when he's like, oh, hold on. Did she yeah, just ask yeah. me, go to ceramic? I mean, she wants me to go to a place like that's something different. So, ladies, we, mm-hmm. we think, why isn't anything, why isn't he showing me anything? What do you have to show? Yeah. The question, you know, I think the question is, are you the person that you're looking for? Yes. Oh, tweetable moment. Right? I feel like Oprah again. Mm-hmm. Are we, you the person we want all these people, Yeah, we, we want them to have this and have that and have that. Well, do, or do you exemplify that? Because if not, you're never going to meet that person. Yeah. Because yeah. It, many many times in life, like we meet we meet who we are, and so you know it's just you know and it's not that's not a bad thing. It's not to get down about. It. It's just to figure out okay the, the qualities that I think are most important in a man. Do I exemplify those qualities? Do I bring exactly. those qualities up to a relationship? And if I don't, fine. That just means I have some work to do to make sure I make make sure those things are present. Because the thing is, mm-hmm. if they're not present, you can't identify them when they're not with somebody else. And so, mm. but if they're Say present, that again. you know. So, for instance, you, you want a man that has these particular qualities, but you don't even have those qualities. So when you meet somebody, they're giving you lip service or they're making it seem that way, you don't even know when they're not even there because you don't carry those qualities with you. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important to be self-aware and just like, hey, listen, am I that person? And, it, it's you know, it's challenging. It's challenging to look at ourselves and be like, you know what, I really ain't. You know, <laughs> I got some work to do. But if we don't mm-hmm. do that, our relationships will suffer. The relationships that we, you know, hope to develop, while we might meet people, they won't, you know, go and go as far as they could because we, we haven't done the work it takes us to do to be the, our best selves before we meet somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay, so we're rounding up. I want to ask you, these are two questions that I always like to ask my love professionals when they come in. Um, I want you to fill in the blank. Love is a mm-hmm. blank, not a blank. Love is a journey, not a destination. Okay. I love it. I always say that. Now I give, I'm, I'm, we're going to get to know Kevin a little bit more. Um, you and your girlfriend are invited to a costume party. What characters, and this is your girlfriend, this is like a woman you are looking at to marry and to ju- introduce whatever thing is special to you, introduce to, you know, your mom or your dad or whatever. What are two characters you both would go dressed as to this costume party? So we're going to go, we're going we're gonna to do a couple's thing. So she yeah. will be. I'm. A, I'm gonna go as Tupac, and she's gonna go with Janet Jackson from uh, from Poetic Justice. Ah, I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. Okay, so, oh, wow, thank you so much, Kevin. This has been amazing. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Now, give us your social media handles and stuff like that. And also, is there anything that I need to make sure I let the women know that's coming up with you? Well, you can, and you can get this from my social media uh, academy, or you can, I, I partnered with uh, Brian Gerard, who created the Bait app, which is, um, which was, they sent sold, but it basically was the competitor to Tinder, but the black version. So basically for black millennials. It was a dating app. They sold it. We had then since partnered up. A lot of people have been reaching out to me about doing coaching and haven't really done it because I wanted to find the best way to do it. So we created a platform which is called Black Love Daily. Uh, the website is blacklovedaily.com. Um, and what that is is you can join the uh, coaching program for $1, and that we give you access to uh, master class, monthly master classes, weekly email coaching support. Uh, you get access to a Facebook group where they, we basically give you content from many different experts such as yourself. Uh, in different fields to make sure women are um, getting the content that they need to produce relationships to their desires. You know, we really, you know, we come, we're, we're black men, but we come from black women. And, you know, we realize how important mm. black women are. And so we wanted to create a platform that was uh, dedicated to you all. Uh, it's not a platform of black men telling black women what to do. Uh, we have enough of that. But it is a platform hmm. where we believe we've kind of, you know, allowed people to come in and, and give content to help uh, black women create relationships that they're looking for. So that's that. Other than that, you can reach me. I am on Instagram and Twitter, uh, both under at Kev underscore car, uh, C-A-R-R, and my website is KevinSCar.com. You guys, you hear that? Oh, my gosh. Kevin, thank you so much. And that Black Love Daily, ladies, we have to support this, BlackLoveDaily.com. I love the premise behind that, Kevin. Thank you so much. Hopefully I'll be seeing you soon in D.C. for Blip. I'm so yes. excited about that partnership. It's going to be amazing. You guys, I will talk to you all later. All right, guys. So up next is Ask Stacey J. And, of course, Justina's going to read the questions from all of the people who want me to give them love, dating, and relationship advice. Go next, <laughs> Justina. What do you have for me today? All right. Mm-hmm. So... Our lovely friend has been on three dates with a guy consistently over the last month. He asked them to do a movie night um, that week at her house. She's a little hesitant, but she likes him, but she's unsure. She doesn't want to be too forward with inviting him to her home. So she's asking, when is it acceptable Mm -hmm. to bring a guy to your home? That's difficult because you know me, I don't like to put timetables on stuff. I believe that if you're writing, if you're asking the right questions and finding out who you're sitting across from, mm. like in doing your investigative work, yeah, you know, and listening to who they are telling you they are. That is true. Then it doesn't matter if you've known him f- five months, eight months, a year. If you're not doing, asking the right questions mm-hmm. and getting to know who you're sitting across from, then time doesn't make a difference. Yeah, you see what I'm that's saying? That's true. So she has to ask herself, what does she know about this person? What does mm-hmm. her gut tell her? And then what factual data does she have to mm-hmm. support if she's safe going to his house yeah. for a movie night? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess some women probably don't want to be too forward with inviting a man home because then the bedroom and the bed. Well, then, let me say this. Again, if you know the individual, okay. if you have done, if you have assessed who he is out of those 
Three dates. Three dates. Have they talked on the phone more? Mm -hmm. Does he travel? But have they done a lot of talking on the phone? Okay. You know, have they had, outside of those three dates, what has been their communication? Now, if there has not been enough communication for her to feel safe, Mm -hmm. then first of all, I'm sorry, you not coming to my house. <laughs> like, I, like uh, those are just my personal choices. Yeah. You are not because my house is very personal to yes. me. It is where I lay my head. It is where my family, my friends mm-hmm. convene. And you just, I'm not going to open that up off to of three days. Anyone. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I don't care what we've talked about mm-hmm. because this is my, this is my graduating space. You have right. graduated to this. Now, if she feels safe in his space, yeah, then, his house. then she can go to his mm-hmm. house. Because, I, again, I don't like dates and times, you know, three months, this, whatever, whatever. So, okay. yeah, I think she, you know, it all depends on the conversation and the questions she's asked and the real facts she has managed to find out about this guy. All right. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she needs some assessment to do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of assessment, our next question, what are some do's and don'ts for date outfits? You know how some girls, they can sometimes show too much, and then some girls can show, you know, maybe not enough. <laughs> so what do you think? Well, you know, I always say show your best self. Okay. You know, when you go out with someone, you want to always be the best of who you mm-hmm. are. So if a hoe is the best <laughs> of who you are, you know, dress with all, all shapes mm-hmm. and forms out. You know, you sit down and you bend over, you can see your butt crack or oh. something. You know, if yeah. that is the best of who you are, sister girl, more power to you, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to judge you, but just that know right. the, what you're going to attract yeah. as a result of that. You know, so I always say be your best self. I never want to give anyone any advice that makes them not be who they are. Mm-hmm. Because eventually, you know, it's going to come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would say be an example of your best self. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's really – because the it, you. You got to be who you are. You do. You know, and you got to know when you're being who you are, as a result of that, the Mm -hmm. types of people you're going to attract. And the perception. And the perception. Yeah. You know, but even with that perception, go out 100% who you are. If right. you the hoe, if you you know <laughs> dressing, and when I say the hoe, yeah, hoes come in many shapes, oh, form, yes. fashions, j- jobs, careers, <laughs> you know, churches yeah. they go to. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There's lots of different types of men mm-hmm. hoes. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whole world. Don't take this a whole world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't take that literally like, ooh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, what is um, Amber Rose? What does she say? Oh, the slut shaming. Yeah, I'm not slut shaming, yeah. honey girl. Let your choices be your choices, but mm-hmm. be your choices. Yes. Like Amber Rose is fully Amber Rose. Absolutely. Okay? She, she ain't sure put up is. no games for nobody. She <laughs> let you know what it is. Unapologetically. Unapologetically. So don't change your clothes yeah. being somebody else because if you dress like that, just be 100% who Own you it. are. Own it. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Oh, wow. Well, those were two <laughs> great questions. All right, y'all. Keep listening. All right, guys. Up next, you know, we have Tea Time Matina. So I don't even have to explain what it is. But, you know, like I always say, this is my messy boot segment. I can get into everybody's business. And still be smart, safety <laughs> coach lady after I get out. So don't hold it against me. <laughs> what do we have today? No. All right. So today I'm bringing you a little info on Miss Janet Jackson. 
So we've known Janet to be married to her, you know, wonderful billionaire husband. Um, And the two just Mm -hmm. shared a child recently. Um, However, now that, you know, Miss Jackson is on tour, things are coming out about her marriage. So apparently she married a man who wanted a traditional wife. He just wanted a traditional Muslim wife, and now the two are facing some issues because the pop star still wants to be that star. So it's kind of like what we talked about before, Stacey, when you say, you know, the woman is the circle and the guy is the square. Those, mm. those two don't work out right. So she she felt like the relationship was too controlling. Like she was giving up herself and what she believed in to conform to what he wanted. Um, and ultimately, you see, we see that they've broken up now. But, Stacey, what would you tell a woman who is in that situation where she's locked in? Yeah, she's, she's been dating for a while, and maybe it's gotten serious to the point where they're even in a relationship, but the guy has these demands. What do you, what do you say to a woman like that well, who wants to Justina, Oh, out. my gosh. Justina, you know what I'm going to say to this. Girl, mm-hmm. exit stage left. now let me you know you can't fit a square in a circle you just can't there's no way and we live in these fantasy lands that it's going that's going to be a forever no it's not it's going to be a for right now no matter how much you try you are still going to be a circle and he is going to still be a square you cannot change who you are at your core there's no way you can love this man you can love everything about him but there's no way it's not going to happen now what you can do because i always say knowledge is power you can Say to yourself, I'm going to do this as long as I can do it. And know that it's not going to be forever. You just cannot do it consistently. And honestly, I mean, Janet tried. She knew what she married when she married this man. And it even says in the article that she, you know, she was never maternal and that she was willing to change. Mm. But then something changed in her. And she was like, I can't do this. I cannot lose my career. My career is important. She always knew her career was important. But because like the article said, he swept in right after Michael died and Jermaine and her, they were done. And he caught her at a very vulnerable place in her life. And that happens. But what you also have to know from what I heard is that five years was the prenup. Five years and a baby, mm. and Miss Jackson <laughs> did it like she did it. She did it like she did it. It was nasty because she got divorced in five years and one day. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's I'm right, honey. Saying. You make sure you get your coin out of it. <laughs> she made sure it worked for her. Okay. So, ladies, yes. if you're gonna call yourself trying to fit these squares into these circles and these circles into these squares, <laughs> take it from Jen and make it work for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got that right. Okay, on the brighter side of things, no divorce for T.I. and Tiny, maybe. Yes! The two have decided. Yes, I know. I'm so excited. I love T.I. and Tiny together. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. That was so unprofessional. What does the story No. I'm rooting for them, too, because we've seen them on the family hustle. You know, we've known T.I. Yes. and 
tiny to be this cute couple with all these kids. It's like, don't divorce. Make it work. It, the babies need it. They need it. Oh, my gosh. Well, you already know from that loud, yay, I'm so happy about <laughs> T.I. and Tiny being back together. I'm sorry. I think they make a perfect couple. They, you know, like they said, who were they um, just with? Um, um, what was They had the threesome with the girl that they said. And T.I. Um, oh, Black China. Yeah. They yes, girl. If you can be, exactly, <laughs> if you can be married and open enough to have, a significant other who is okay with that type of lifestyle and get Black China in bed and everybody all happy and stuff. And, you know, and then now recently Black China was, um, I think she kissed um, um, T.I. Uh, Tiny somewhere. There was something yeah. I heard about that, and they, they kissed or whatever. I mean, honey, make it a show. And if you have a husband that's going <laughs> to want to make it a show, those are circles and circles. Y'all know how I always talk about circles and squares. Honey, they got circles and circles. It's either a circle yes. and a circle and a square and a square. So more power to them. That's what love is. You define what your love is going to be. You define what your yeah. healthy romantic relationship will be. And I say T.I. and Tiny go together as well as Jada and Will and Jay-Z yes. and Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they define the love that they have. Nobody outside of their relationship is is defining that. So hats off to Tia and Tiny. I'm so happy. I love their show. And, you know, I'm, I'm just happy. That's some good old black love, celebrity black love. Yes, mm, good old black love. Well, that's it for Tea Time with Tina. Follow us, tune in, stay tuned every week. I'm going to give you all the tea that was going on. Yay. All right. And I'm going <laughs> to give you all the messy boots. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, ladies, it's the end of the show, and even though I'm sad to go, I want to leave you all with one of Stacy's famous Stacyisms. Today's Stacyism is how you react to certain situations when you are dating is important. Equally as important is what drives you into the situation in the first place. Begin to look at the dating patterns in your life. Are you ending up in the same situations over and over again? Do some soul searching and ask yourself why. That is so important. Mm. Oh, Justina, I love that one too. And the reason what, I mean, I, I can tell you that is from firsthand experience, okay? Mm. I was in a relationship for four years, almost got married to the guy, and I never asked oh. myself, I never did any soul searching, and I never asked myself any questions. And one of the questions I didn't ask myself is, was I happy? And mm. that seems to be the most minute of questions. I should have asked that, gosh, a year in, six months in, but I never asked myself what was I happy and what I realized about me not asking myself that question as I looked back at other relationships gosh it, I didn't ask myself any questions you know what I'm saying I didn't look at my yeah. dating patterns in my life I just ended up dating someone I didn't look at or ask myself coming out of a relationship what happened what do I need to improve upon what could I have seen coming and ignored you know and I would just, yeah. it was like a cycle. It was like, instead of it being a journey, it was like I was going in circles. So I think that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And it's, I, I love that you picked this one. You know, it is important for you to ask yourself, ladies, 
what drives you into a situation and then to really look and see if you're being driven into the same situation with a different guy each time so oh my god thank you for sharing that justina that was amazing one of my favorite statements as well and ladies also you know i always end the show with my single girl my one million single women empowerment pledge and hopefully you know you're listening every week and you already have this pledge in your purse you know, written down or you read it every day during your meditation, but it goes like this. I am a single woman. I am not desperate. I am not depressed. And I'm not just settling for any man who comes my way, no matter how much women outnumber men. I accept love in my life the right way, my way, from a man who deserves me. Ladies, again, hopefully you are committing this pledge to memory. I can tell you it's been a lifesaver for me because I constantly remind myself what I deserve and who I am. And no matter what you might feel, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, I'm the successful driven woman, you know, and I don't want love in my life. I tell myself, yes, there's nothing wrong with wanting love in your life, but you want it Mm -hmm. the way that you want it from someone who deserves you and you want to give it to someone who deserves you. So hopefully put that in your purse and always remember ladies, I am you. You are me. And we are one. Have an amazing rest of your day. And make sure you follow us. Follow us. Follow us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What's your social media, um, Justine? I know it's J. Is it JX Mogul? Yes. JX Mogul. (laughs) Yes. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at S-T-A-C-I-I-J-A-E. Until next time, single ladies. I love you. Bye. Bye. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's time to go. What? Wait a minute. We're not going. What? Loved this episode of Stacey J sounding off? Head over to and subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or tune in from our web address. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive free giveaways and invites to Stacey J's events held across the country.